you want to be able to say, this is how this makes your life better. This is what you're struggling with. This is how it's going to improve. This offer is the vehicle to make that happen. And that vehicle is your deliverables. We focus so much on the deliverables. When if you can clearly communicate what the benefit is, that is going to help you convert so much quicker. You're listening to the It's a Vibe podcast, the show that'll give you the talk and tools to elevate your online business and create a bragworthy brand experience that will turn your dream clients into raving fans. Whip up your favorite cocktail, grab a seat, and let's take a sprinkle more intentional action so that you can finally make your business the total joy ride it deserves to be. Let's do this. Welcome back to It's a Vibe. Sarah here. And you know what today's vibe is? Today's vibe is total transparency. (laughs) I am recording this episode cozied up in bed. It is like a gloomy, rainy day. And I've been procrastinating recording this episode for you. So you know what? I'm just making it work for me. And sometimes that's just what you have to do to get what needs to get done. So yeah, that's that's the vibe today. For me, it also is really appropriate for the topic of this episode because I'm going to be very honest and real with you. I'll share my own experiences, but I'm also going to give you some tough love because in order for your business to be operating at the level that you need it to be operating at, sometimes that's what you need. And it's time to set the ego aside and let's just talk through it. The topic for today is three signs your offers aren't clear enough. Okay. And I feel like if you're listening to this intentionally, as in it hasn't just come on next, you maybe already know this is happening. And that's okay. We're aware of these things. It's fine. Sometimes we ignore them and we just try to carry on and do our best. And I get that. I do that all the time. But I want to talk through three signs and then let's talk about what to actually do about it. So if your offers aren't clear enough, This works both ways. This works if it's not clear enough for you. And it's also if it's not clear enough for if your offers aren't clear enough for your clients. Because sometimes when we aren't clear about our own offers and how we make money and what are we doing, it can become a hot mess internally, which gets communicated externally. So even if we have things to sell, but we're not feeling good about them or we don't feel like they're 100% or we don't really understand our offers or how we want to communicate them or what the actual benefits are, then how in the world are we going to communicate those effectively to other people? But also for your clients, if your offers aren't clear for your clients, then what, what do we do about it? Let's talk about it. So sign number one, the wrong clients are coming in. So this means that you are taking on clients or you have people inquiring that aren't the right fit. And we all know when clients aren't the right fit. That doesn't mean we aren't necessarily taking them on. (laughs) Rebel Office has done it in the past. I've been been doing it for eight years. We take on clients that aren't always 100% the right fit sometimes, especially if we need the cash flow and that's fine. We have to do it, but you don't have to do it actually. Scratch that. <laughs> if you have better boundaries than me, great. It's something I've been struggling to learn for the entire time, past eight years. But if you have the wrong clients coming in or inquiring, if you're noticing that you're getting the wrong people through the door, you're getting on the phone with the wrong people or people are in your DMs 
but they're not serious or they're not qualified or there's something totally different. And you're like, why did you even think this was a good fit? Then that's a really big sign that your offers aren't communicating or aren't being communicated clearly to your audience because then people, they're not right. They're not coming in saying that is the offer for me. They're sitting there being like, hey, like I saw you do this. Like, this is what I'm struggling with. Can you help me? And you're like, no, not even close. (laughs) Like what? Why did you think that was a good fit? So sign number two is clients are getting confused once they're in. So you have clients who are maybe coming to you inquiring or prospective clients leads coming in saying, hey, is this right for me? And you're like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Or once they're in and you thought that they were a good client or maybe you took them on just because, then they're like, well, this isn't what I signed up for or this isn't what I was expecting or what do I do now? Or something along those lines where there's this doubt all of a sudden sink in once they've made the investment or it could be well into the project where it's like, why did I sign up or where are my expectations not being met? And like, why are we going in this direction? This happens. And I've had clients who have come in and made significant investments in Rebel Office who just simply didn't review the scope of work, didn't review the contract. So when we go ahead and we're like, okay, like this is what we're doing. This is the process. They're like, whoa, 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 wait, like that's not what I signed up for. And we're sitting there saying, yes, 100% it is. Go look at your contract. But for us, that's a red flag for me to say, okay, what wasn't communicated along the way? I can't just rely on, clearly, rely on clients reading contracts or reviewing documentation. It's okay, where did I go wrong along that way? Where this these clients are now saying, okay, what is this? <laughs> like, I don't want that. That's not a good client experience for Rebel Office clients. For us, that's not great when we feel like we're disappointing our clients or not e- meeting expectations. We don't want that. So being able to flag and say, okay, where am I going wrong? What caused this to happen? And how can I make it more clear in qualifying? How can I make it more clear in onboarding, in delivery that's constantly reinforcing and increasing communication so that this doesn't happen? Okay. And sign number three is when you don't know where to send someone. So this could mean that you have competing offers. Well, two things. <laughs> One, if a, a lead comes in and they're like, hey, this is the problem I'm having. What's the best solution for me? And you either don't have an offer that's ready for them. One, that goes back to sign number one, where you're maybe communicating in the wrong way that's attracting clients in that don't fit any of your offers. But on the kind of flip side of that is, do you have someone coming in where you're like, well, you would be good for this offer, but this one could also help you. And now all of a sudden, you're prospective client, your lead can't make any decision and you can't make any decision because you don't know which one's going to be the best fit. You have two competing offers and that's not good either. So what you really want to do is have an offer suite and intentionally design your offers that always have someone like for every single offer in your offer suite, you can answer where are they coming from and where do they go next? And you never want there to be two options. Now, of course, every business is different. We've done this before. (laughs) It's fine. This is now the time, and I'm calling you out here to take a step back and look strategically at your offer suite and say, okay, 
do I have two offers that, yeah, maybe I, I feel like attention is being split between two. You may be losing business when clients are saying, okay, do I do that or do I do that? I don't know which one to pick and I don't want to pick wrong. So I'm not going to pick either. That is what you do not want. So take a step back, look at your offer suite and be strategic about it. If you need support with this, go to our elevated offers module in the Elevation Lab. You can buy it individually or grab the bundle with the full lab. It's up to you, but that is going to walk you through making sure that you can answer that question that says, where are they coming from and where do they go next? And you want it to be a clear flow. Okay, you want to make sure that you don't have offers that are competing. You have offers that complement each other. So this is where you start to look one yes at your whole suite. So you want to make sure that flows there. You want to make sure that each offer is leading to the next and keeping your clients in your business ecosystem and your business model. But you also want to be able to look individually at your offers and say, okay, in this offer, is it delivering the best transformation that I can possibly have it deliver? Is it speaking to one specific core, not deliverable, I don't want to say transformation again, but that's really what I mean. Is it leading to one like benefit? Is there one solution for your client that is coming out of this? Keep it focused on that. We have this tendency, especially (laughs) as we're figuring out and trying to explore what actually works, what people want, and all of these things and building how we sell and building our moneymakers. We have this tendency to throw everything at it. I did this. We lost a ton of money at it. (laughs) I'll be honest with our custom client experience designs. I was like, if I want to charge a certain price point, and if I want to use that pricing to help reposition us in the market, then in order for people to want to pay that price point, I need to tackle everything. I need to make this giant, huge ass offer in order for people to want to part with that kind of investment. When the reality was that's so the opposite. If I was able to sit down and focus and say, we are going to tackle this one thing and it is going to be done the best possible way that you can imagine that's going to get you X, Y, Z, then I would be able to sell that, have much clearer communication. And this is something that we did. Again, I'll talk through auditing at the end here because it's really the best solution for this. But this is what we did. And this is a real experience. We threw everything at it. So we have our five-phase client magnet method where with client experience, in order to build a successful client experience and deliver something that's going to take your business long-term, it needs to be holistic. And it's not normally, it's normally not just one band-aid kind of fixed thing. It's a collection or process of five pieces, market research, your offers, your aesthetic, your systems and your experience design, and then your sales and your client acquisition. And this package that we've initially launched with did all of that. And while we could maybe continue to do that and do the full process This is something that we no longer do because of the price point. We would have to charge significantly more, like more than double, which would be over 30K for this package. 
And that may be something that we do. And quite frankly, it's something that we have developed a proposal for a client that was under like certain circumstances. But what we found out after what I found out after sitting down and saying, okay, how did we lose so much money on this? Why were we trying to do so much? Like, why were we trying to deliver on everything when we can talk about the importance of this approach, but build offers for each individual piece? And we could have it focused on each of those pieces and then let the client decide how they want to build that together while we're providing the information. So what it really took is this kind of step back to say, okay, how can we make offers that are focused on these key areas? And then we'll just have other offers that focus on the other areas. And at least then when we're communicating that, it is clear on what the takeaway is what our clients are walking away with. It is clear now to say, okay, this is what you get. This is the transformation that's going to happen in this one area. Oh, okay. So you're looking for that next step. Cool. We have that ready for you too. So being able to take a step back and look not only on how all your offers play together, but in each individual offer and say, is this specific enough? That is going to significantly increase the effectiveness of how you communicate your offers because you'll then be able to say, okay, these are the top three core benefits, not deliverables, benefits. What is the transformation? How does this make your life better? Your client's life better is what I mean. Like I'm talking as you to your client, but to your client, you want to be able to say, this is how this makes your life better. This is what you're struggling with. This is how it's going to improve. This offer is the vehicle to make that happen. And that vehicle is your deliverables. We focus so much on the deliverables. When if you can clearly communicate what the benefit is, that is going to help you convert so much quicker and so much more effectively. And you're going to be bringing in the right clients because they're going to say, how do you know that? Like, how do you know I'm struggling with that? And then, wow, how do you know that that's what I want? Or I didn't even realize that that's what I wanted, but I'm struggling with this and that sounds really fucking good right now. Let's make it happen. So that's really where you first start with your full offer suite. Look at them all and then take a step back and dive into each individual offer and say, is this clear? Does this fit? If I look five years into my business, is this offer still here? And be able to lean in and focus on each individual offer while making sure that it's playing nicely and complementing and selling your other offers. Okay. And again, that's what Elevated Offers is all about. Our course, there's a masterclass in there. There are a ton of resources that's available for you to really dive into the strategy of your offer suite. But it is all about sustainability. It is all about figuring out what your business model looks like that is going to increase the client lifetime value and increase the, ultimately what that is like, how long a client stays with you or like how long that relationship is and how much they spend in that time. Statistically, as we know, I've said this before, I'll say it again, I'll continue to say it. Statistically, if you have a client come in and come back, they're spending more of that time, they're going to continue to spend more the longer that they stay with you. So it's really something that you want to invest in and it's such a missed opportunity. And a lot of times that comes back to communication and how you're putting it out there and how you are communicating it once you get clients in. Point number two, 
clients are getting confused once they're in. If you're seeing that happen, this is really where you have to just stop and be honest with yourself and ask yourself, where can we do better? For if you have the wrong clients coming in, how can I qualify better? Clients are getting confused once they're in. How can I communicate or onboard better? When you don't know where to send someone, how can I get more clear on my offers internally for myself and for my team? How can I get more clear on where clients need to go and what their intentional strategic journey is so that they get the best results? Okay, now I feel like I'm like (laughs) ranting to you, but it is so important. And I could talk about our offers for days, but just take the time, be honest with yourself. And then start to build a plan of action to, to make it better. And it's not going to happen overnight and that's okay. But you can just sit and pause and just say, okay, what does this look like? What's actually happening? And you don't even, don't make assumptions about this. Go into your numbers, go into your finances. What are your, your highest revenue generating offers? Are they what you think they are? Because sometimes they're not. Sometimes we think an offer is performing way better than it actually is. Or sometimes we think that some that an offer is not doing very well, but it's actually creating way more money than we thought. And you're not even giving it the time and attention because you thought it wasn't doing well. So go in and look at that. Look at the data. Get out to your audience and say, what do you need? And how can I build an offer for that? Or what offer do I have can currently solve that problem? And maybe I'm just not, if if everyone's saying that they have this problem and no one's buying your offer, then it's like, oh, maybe there's a disconnect. How am I not communicating that this offer is actually helping our clients achieve that? It's really about experimentation and getting curious and being honest with yourself here and being transparent with yourself, your team, your business, your situation, and saying, it's time to get better now. (laughs) Like It's time to take this seriously. It's time to Look at how my offers can serve me now and in the future. It's time to stop throwing spaghetti at the wall and start making intentional decisions. You've got this. (laughs) I don't mean to be so hard on you and to sound like this, but it's just, it, it is such a missed opportunity. And I hate to see you waste so much time putting offers out there that aren't actually getting any traction for you. And I get when you put something out there that's new. Yeah, it may not get the traction right away. You need to put it out there and be consistent and repetitive. And that's just the name of the game. But there's also this opportunity for you to build something that it's not just, if you're putting something, how am I, what I'm really trying to say is if you're putting something out there that's like, well, let's just see if this one works. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's just not. So just take a step back, be intentional, take the time to think about it, be strategic. You're allowed to think and you're allowed to design the journey for your clients, but you need to know what your clients need and what they want so that you can design for it. Also, last note, I'm going to sign off, promise, because I'm trying to keep this quick. Try to keep it to at least or at most three public offers. I talk about this in elevated offers as well. Again, go grab it. You're going to want it. But anything more than that, it becomes confusing for clients. Like you always want to start at the entry point. If someone's like, I have this problem, like, cool. 
here's the solution. You want to make it very clear so that your clients, again, aren't saying, well, do I need that or do I need that? Well, I don't know, so I'm not going to take either. Do not do that. So just make it clear. Keep it simple. You can always have other offers through the back door. That's fine. Once a client's in, you can sell them whatever you want, but keep it really clear for your public kind of cold audience for the best entry points into your business so that you can keep them in there long-term. There's so many things. And maybe that's a conversation for another day. I am just, you know, cozy in bed (laughs) ranting to you, but take this time, go check out Elevated Offers, go grab the module, dive into the masterclass because we break all of this down and it's just up from here. That's all it is. And there's no judgment. Again, all of these situations I've been through with Rebel Office, it's always a learning experience. And instead of just constantly trying to go, go, go and push through and and figure it out, just take a step back and figure it out that way, because that's really where the clarity comes from. Instead of just constantly pushing and trying something new, instead of asking yourself, well, why didn't that actually work? Thanks for tuning into the It's a Vibe podcast with Rebel Office. Now go put on your favorite playlist and start taking that elevated intentional action. But don't forget to make the space you need and have fun working on your business because that's what it's all about after all. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.